You're listening to Mind Sports Performance and Wellbeing, the evidence-based podcast that will seriously improve your game. Whether it's building self-confidence, enhancing resilience, or simply understanding how to handle pressure best, this podcast will help you. I'm Roberto Forzoni, a performance psychologist working with world and Olympic champions and a consultant with the BBC. Welcome. Self-handicapping, part two. In the last module, we saw that self-handicapping behaviour is a self-defence mechanism people use to protect their pride, self-esteem or ego if things go wrong, especially in front of other people. It's that ready-made excuse you give before you foul, just in case. We saw that this self-sabotage is used to make you feel better in the short term, even though it's not good for your development and success in the long term. Success is me, failure is someone else's fault. When people self-handicap, their decisions and actions provide them with a way to internalise success and externalise failure. In other words, self-handicapping lets us take credit for our successes, yet allows us to blame external forces for any failures. It's that ready-made excuse, and if you use it often enough, you find it very hard to reach your potential. For Danielle earlier, it was much easier for her to blame the bad grade to an external cause, the partying and the lack of studying, rather than to try to learn the economics, which she found tough. If she had done well on the test, she would have said to herself that she's so clever and that's why she did well, even though she hadn't studied. So it's an internal reason. As an exercise, listen to how people around you explain their failures. Whose fault was it? Who or what was to blame? What's their story about why they fouled? When you see a tennis player shout and scream, slamming his racket down, he can tell everyone that he lost the match because his emotions got the better of him, rather than he's not good enough. Someone else might delay doing something important until it's too late. Their excuse was that while they had all good intentions, or they had the idea first, because they were too busy to go and do it, whatever it was, they were unsuccessful. It wasn't that they tried and failed. They didn't try. So their ego and their self-esteem remain intact. They feel better within themselves. For a while. In all of the cases we've seen, including Danielle and Leroy from the previous module, and the tennis player and the person who procrastinates or delays, whilst part of them feels safe in the imagined knowledge that there was a good reason that they failed, they may tend to end up feeling pretty lousy. Certainly, they won't be happy that they failed to achieve something that they set out to do, something that had some value, something important to them. And I say imagined knowledge for a good reason. Most of the time, self-handicapping behaviour is done to make you feel better in front of other people. Yet your excuses can be so apparent that you can look pretty bad anyway. People who self-handicap also tend to end up feeling unfulfilled and they're likely to do the same action with the same excuse in the future. As a consequence, they miss good opportunities to develop and succeed. When people self-handicap, 
The first change is that there's a reduction in both motivation and effort because of the excuse. And the travesty is that these people will never actually know if they would have been successful if they'd put in every bit of effort they could. Self-handicapping behaviour is closely linked to what is called a fixed mindset, which we'll come on to a bit later. But the opposite of this type of thinking is a growth mindset, where people don't fear failure and enjoy spending their efforts to try and improve little by little without comparing themselves to other people. People with a growth mindset learn from their mistakes. The crucial thing is not to let the mistakes or failures put you off making efforts to keep moving forward. Poor start, it's not going to go well. In many cases, self-handicapping starts when you're confronted with a tough challenge and things don't get off to the best of starts. Your inner voice quickly starts to tell you that this could end up in an embarrassing failure and your excuse mechanism kicks into gear. This could be on a course you're on, a topic you're studying at school, or a match you're playing, and so on. So remember, self-handicapping refers to actions and statements you make before failing. The excuse then allows you, even subconsciously, to avoid the effort or responsibility for potential failure that would damage your self-esteem or ego. It's that excuse mentality, but almost an indirect excuse. By making it before you fail, you're telling people in advance why you're going to fail. Other examples of self-handicapping behaviour. We've already seen that self-handicapping includes things like partying before an exam or getting sent off in a game or delaying and just procrastinating. Some other examples would be getting too little sleep the night before an exam or an important task or not studying or under-preparing for an exam over-exaggerating the effects of illness or injury, getting drunk or using drugs before doing something that's important to you. In life, the most successful people fail so much more than the unsuccessful ones. The fact they keep trying despite failures and setbacks eventually leads to their success. Never be afraid to fail, and in fact, if you really want to succeed, you'll seek out opportunities to fail. You'll notice a big improvement when you learn to put your ego aside. Don't worry about what others say or think and go for your own goals. So to summarise, people who use self-handicapping behaviour internalise good things, that's down to me for being good, or externalise failure, it's anyone else but their fault. This behaviour can be avoiding something, so it could be studying, attending school or so on, or doing something that will harm you more, not getting enough sleep, partying or drinking or drugs. In the next module, we'll continue to look at self-handicapping behaviour, and we'll look at ways you can avoid this type of behaviour, because if you don't, it will ultimately hold you back in life. As an activity, become aware of any excuse you have or may make for not doing something that ultimately could be important to you. It might be attending a course, something at work or in sport. It could be doing a test or something that's challenging. Check yourself and hold yourself from making any excuse. Don't allow your ego or fear of embarrassment to stand in the way of achieving something 
that is or could be important to you. Thank you for listening to the Mind Sports Performance and Wellbeing podcast. Can I ask two things from you? Firstly, please like and subscribe the podcast as this helps us get noticed. Likewise, if you can share the podcast with friends who might also benefit, I'd really appreciate it. The more attention the podcast gets, the more information I can bring to you. Thank you and enjoy.